0: Have a goal have an intention every single day for the rest of your life with your diet because in those seasons that you have zero intention that you have zero direction and zero goals you're gonna be feeling kind of like where you might be feeling tonight because that's probably what a lot of people are gonna do who are listening to this podcast or who are here tonight they're gonna take what Jordan says and they're going to kind of do it let's be honest by show of hands when you've sat through a nutrition seminar and had a nutrition challenge. How many of you just kind of do it? Come on, be honest, okay. And then there's those people who do it 100%. And those are always the people that get the best results. Doesn't matter what age you are, doesn't matter what gender you are, doesn't matter how many times you've had ups and downs, when you commit, you will get results. It's that simple. I'm going to start out by telling you uh, kind of a current client testimonial. Um, so you guys know I do per- per- personal training and there's a client who I've been training probably close to 10 years and he's 36 years old and we work out almost five days a week. And he's not what anybody would consider obese, but he has, you know, he, he loves to work out. And well, I say that loosely, there's been times that he hasn't, but he knows the importance of it. Maybe you can relate. And so for a long time he was showing up, he was working out, eating was important. You know, again, he wasn't obese, so he wasn't somebody that would completely overeat, but he would go on stretches, right? He would cancel workouts. He would eat unhealthy. He would travel a lot. And ultimately that led him to what for his body, it was about 200 pounds and body fat percentage was about 20%, okay? So you guys might say, well, that guy's not overweight. To him, his moment, like his defining moment where he decided to do something different was October of 2016. And I remember vividly because he came and worked out that morning and he was telling me how frustrated he was that his pants were doing this, you know, he dresses like in nice slacks, right? So nice dress up pants and they were doing this thing. I don't know guys, if y'all know, but they like poof out because they're so tight, and big and they look weird, so they're not fitted. And so he was having a difficult time and it was just, I mean, ladies, y'all can relate in a different way. You're just putting on an outfit that should fit well and it doesn't. And he was just upset. He was frustrated. And he was like, you know, at that time he was like 34 and he's like, man, I'm 34 years old. I should be a fit person and I'm sitting here and I'm just not where I want to be. Maybe you can relate. Maybe that's you today, right? From that day, we've taken measurements every week. We do body fat caliper folds, seven sites every week. We do waist measurements, we do uh, calf measurements, bicep measurements, chest measurements, shoulder measurements, arm measurements, um, waist and hip measurements. We do all this data. There's an Excel spreadsheet I have on my computer, and it's literally, it just continues going because we do them once a week, forever, it feels like. Since that day, he's now, as of this morning, he measured 4.8% body fat. He got a DEXA scan today at 9.4% body fat. So the reason that the calipers and the DEXA measure a little bit differently is because the DEXA is more accurate, but it actually takes into consideration a little bit more than the calipers do. The calipers are a really good test, but typically you can, and Jordan can probably explain to you the difference in, in a DEXA and a caliper, but nonetheless, he is incredibly lean. I mean, he looks amazing. He weighed in at this morning at 182 pounds so he hasn't lost that much weight now the most valuable thing he's gained in the last 18 months is not a a fit body the most valuable thing that he's gained is knowledge is experience is all this time eating paying attention Weighing and measuring, experimenting. He did several different ways that he was eating. He's done uh, intermittent fasting. He's done high carb days and low carb days. He's done ketogenic diet. He has really over the last eighteen months just dove into you know like there's a book that I've read called the Bulletproof Diet, and this guy talks about biohacking yourself, and what that means is. I'm going to figure out what works best for me. But what I will say that he's done for the last 18 months is he's done something. In other words, you could always go up to him in this last 18 months and ask him, what are you doing with your diet right now? And he would have an answer. And what that tells me is there's a lot of people that don't have an answer. What are you doing right now with your diet? Uh Eating, <laughs> right? And if you're not doing something, then you're actually not doing anything and you're going backwards. So if there's anything that I can encourage you, encourage you with tonight, so we're going to put a six-week challenge on. Is this the best challenge in the world? I don't know, maybe for you, maybe not. Is this challenge going to be the make or break? It may or it may not be. Is there other things that you could do that could probably give you just as good better results probably but the key is do something always if you can take anything away from tonight is that immediately after this challenge you should be doing something even if that means like i'm just food journaling that's something right i'm eating uh, body weight grams of protein per day That's something. Have a goal. Have an intention every single day for the rest of your life with your diet. Because in those seasons that you have zero intention, that you have zero direction and zero goals, you're going to be feeling kind of like where you might be feeling tonight. Like, well, um, not where I want to be. So this is going to give you some direction. Are you going to lose 15% body fat? I don't know. Is it going to happen in six weeks? Probably not. Can you do some major changing in six weeks? Yes. And I'll give you another example before I let Jordan take over. I got another client, 60 years old, beginning of the year. He made a goal or kind of a competition with another person uh, to lose a certain amount. He was going to lose a certain amount of body fat by the end of the year. And the other person was going to lose a certain amount of pounds by the end of the year. So this guy, he's not overweight, but he was at 23.6% body fat on a DEXA scan. So his goal, when he got measured at Jordan's, his goal was to lose 5%. So, you know, you think, okay, that's a pretty realistic goal in a year. You know, he goes at the beginning of the year, 5% body fat, you know, to be under 20% at 60 years old, that's really good. So he starts talking and I'm telling him exactly what to do. And he does exactly what I tell him to do, right? He's doing something. And he just so happens to be doing it perfectly. Okay, so we can, that tells us something. That we can be doing something kind of good, right? Because that's probably what a lot of people are going to do who are listening to this podcast or who are here tonight, they're going to take what Jordan says and they're going to kind of do it. Let's be honest by a show of hands, when you've sat through a nutrition seminar and had a nutrition challenge, how many of you just kind of do it? Come on, be honest, okay. And then there's those people who do it 100%. And those are always the people that get the best results. This guy just so happened to be one of those people. Well, he had arranged with Jordan to go get his DEXA scan every 90 days for the year. Well, he does perfectly, and I'm doing weekly measurements with him, and his measurements are going down and he's getting really excited. And five weeks in, he's like, I just have to go get my DEXA scan. I'm just kind of curious as to where I am. So in five weeks, at 60 years old, he went from 23.6% body fat to 19.6. So he lost 4%, which was 80% of the goal in five weeks. He didn't have one, one cheat meal in five weeks. Doesn't matter what age you are. Doesn't matter what gender you are. Doesn't matter how many times you've had ups and downs. When you commit, you will get results. It's that simple. When there's a plan in front of you, and you do the plan, and you have somebody who's created a plan that is pretty much going to work if you do it. What is it going to be the plan you do for the rest of your life? I don't know. That's why you should always be doing something, right? Because this might not be the ultimate plan, but maybe you start another plan after this. And what happens is, like myself, after, you know, 15, 18 years of doing various plans, you start realizing what plan works best for you. But even at this point, I just implemented something completely revolutionary in my own personal eating. And I'm enjoying it, and it's because I'm constantly motivating myself. Because if I wasn't, if it was something that I just basically never had any direction or passion or anything that I was chasing, then it would become something that I'm just, what, you know, kind of bored with, tired of, burnt out with, and that's what eating becomes for all of us, okay? So I'm going to pass it over to Jordan, and she's going to take it from here.
1: Um, So I'm really happy y'all came. I love getting to talk about nutrition. Part of my role outside of here when I'm not coaching is I work with a lot of individuals, as Marissa said, um, on their nutrition. Um, we're at Core Performance and Wellness. We do DEXA scans, as Charlie alluded to, metabolic rate testing, all sorts of things. Uh, but probably more my passion is nutrition and fitness. Um, and really, you know, I think some of us hit on it, of how can we do this for a lifetime? You know, and as Charlie said, like 18 years of trying something new because our bodies change, things change, our attention changes, but always trying to pursue something within nutrition, I think, is a really good idea. I love the idea of biohacking. Um, so if it's something you're interested in, I go look it up just because we can learn what is optimal for me. Because someone might do great on the keto diet and have a lot of success, and someone might do it and be like, nothing happened and that happens all over you just have to figure out what works for you. Uh, But my goal today um, kind of three parts is going to be talking about okay what is sustainable nutrition like we say that what what on earth do I mean by that and how can we do it and why do I think it's important Um, why nutrition is important for a lot of aspects we're gonna get into that and then we'll get into our challenge um, and how that works. Um, So if you have questions definitely feel free to ask Um, we don't have to wait all the way to the end unless it's like a rabbit trail and then I'll cut you off. Kidding. but wait till the end all right so sustainable nutrition um i guess by show of hands what would would anybody say they might not have the best relationship with food at all times yeah right so when i think say that's you know food sometimes we eat something and we feel guilty or we're just unsure about it um well to me sustainable nutrition is trying to shift our mind into having a healthy relationship with food, not such a negative one. Because honestly, I think if we look at diets and we think of the word diet, I'm sure some negative emotions come up. Like, oh crap, I know I need to do that again. I don't want to do that. What do I have to take away? Um, well, my whole goal, and I want to think sustainable nutrition is is kind of revamping that, that our attitude, our kind of our mindset towards nutrition is healthy. Um, you know, food is great. It's given to us to enjoy and nourish us. Um, maybe not all foods, but you know, it's, it's there. And so we want to, part of my goal today is to kind of help us think, okay, rather than taking something away, which when we think of that, when you take something away, that's a punishment, that's a negative thing that you're doing. What is something that we can add? So again, a lot of times when we do these diets, we do challenges, the first thing is like, well, I got to cut out this, 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 and this. Well, it's great for a short period of time, but eventually that's gonna end and you're just gonna be like, oh, I've missed that so much because I took it out and that's all I want. And all I've thought about is ice cream from Amy. No, I don't have Amy's in this town. Um, Farm Fouse, it's like that place down south. Oh, that's all I want. And so my goal is actually, what can we add to the diet? What can I add to this plate that's gonna make it more optimal, that's gonna add value? And so that's gonna be the whole gist of our nutrition challenge is really actually adding value not necessarily taking away which i think is a little different with, with nutrition challenges and that's again my goal i think nutrition challenges are awesome and cool but my biggest fear is that we do it same with fitness and then we drop off and then we're in this cycle of you know i like think you hit on we've all done it and my goal is how can we leave these six weeks and continue going on maybe not perfectly because you're not tracking things but we've adopted practices we have adopted habits um, that's gonna allow us to keep going on. And so yeah, healthy relationship with food. This is, last time I talked, I forgot like half the things I wanted to say, so we're being smart and taking notes. I know, I've learned from myself. All right, so nutrition and CrossFit, nutrition in general, why, why do we want it? So I think there's three reasons, you know, people walk in that you're here for today. And I think if we're being honest, most of us fall into these three. Number one is health. We wanna eat for health, right? then nutrition is important for that i think we'd all agree um again where i work we deal with a lot of wellness and functional medicine and so many chronic conditions can be found the root at nutrition yet a lot of medicine is hey let's slap some medicine on it or maybe let's look at this or maybe just go exercise more well if you're guys if you're doing cross six days a week you're exercising probably enough Sometimes it's, it's the food. And so nutrition obviously is important for our health. We want to have good cholesterol as we get older. We want to have low blood pressures. Um, all these things, you know, trying to put a hedge against chronic disease. So that's why nutrition is important. Um, nutri- nutrition for performance. So we're all here and I've heard it. We want to perform better. Um, I drew this. Does anybody know what this is? It's the yeah, it's the CrossFit hierarchy, the, the developmental pyramid. And what do we see all the way at the bottom? Nutrition, it's the foundation of nutrition. It's the foundation for CrossFit's prescription for fitness is nutrition, before Metcons, before gymnastics, definitely before weightlifting, even though we all wanna go do that heavy back squat. Says nobody, maybe Mm. bench, that's more fun. Um, Nutrition, that's gonna allow us to have gains in the gym. And it's not just getting more post-workout shakes and aminos, it's vitamins and minerals and nutrients and real food, and making sure that we're not just overeating because I know I worked out. So we want nutrition for that. And then finally, I think we'd all be very honest, we want it for body composition. You know, we we wanna look good. And, And obviously that is key. Now there's gonna be people who work out and work out, eat crap and look good, but are they healthy? That's my first question. And two, how long is that gonna last? I, I think overall, to reach our goals, the majority of the people there has to be a really good, solid nutritional base. So I say those things because just I want us to get a good frame of why are we even doing nutrition? Why does it matter? You know, I'm working out. Everyone else is just goes says to work out. They don't say you know it really matters with our nutrition. Although it is, I think, becoming a little bit more in the forefront. But I want us just to kind of get centered on that. Um, so if there's a couple principles about nutrition that I think it really just boils down to because my job, I deal with a lot of questions and there's so much conflicting information out there, like tons, what what about this, what about that? And there's also a lot of good plans at work as we've talked about, but it's still super confusing. What should I do? Um, And it comes down to two kind of simple principles. It's gonna be quantity. So to lose weight, there has to be a deficit, right? That's just kind of simple math. We can't keep overeating what we're expending, our bodies will store it. So obviously vice versa, if we're trying to put on weight and we're eating less, it's going to be hard to grow. Um, So the quantity is important. And for that, we'll talk a little bit about that um, of, okay, what is right quantity in general? Again, that's a very specific thing. And it's hard to just say, yes, you need this because everyone is super individualized. And if that's something that you're really interested in, we can talk after because I mean, we could go down a long conversation about what's the perfect amount for you. And honestly, that's where we get back into that biohacking is you kind of have to just figure it out because sometimes what might work for julie might not work for amanda and you could be doing the exact same thing so quantity does matter and then second principle is quality i think in crossfit a lot of times we do focus on quantity more because we're very into macros or into tracking all this stuff and sometimes we'll forego quality for quantity well as long as i hit my macronutrient numbers i can eat whatever i want again what's your health like how are we thinking about the vitamins nutrients the phytonutrients which are what's in plants so we wanna have the quantity and the quality down. So quantity, just to kinda of touch on that quickly before we really jump into quality. I wrote this out here, this is gonna kinda of be our guide. Um, this is just some quick, again, generalized notes that apply for most people, and this is a good starting base. Is it exact? No, but it can, it can be a really good place just to target, kinda of get you going. So this is a plate. It's a very ovalish plate. It's what we have in our house, apparently. <laughs> so I have four things on here. And if you were at the nutrition seminar earlier this year, you probably know what they are. But this first little, not little, big spot, what do we think that is? Uh, ah. What? Carbs. Carbs. Vegetables. I've got a lot of different vegetables. Haha. You work with me. So vegetables. Half a plate in veggies is such a good place to start. Again, that's that's the reason we like vegetables. There's so many reasons, obviously, the vitamins, minerals, volume. We like to eat. Everyone here likes to eat a lot of food, not a little food. Well, vegetables will allow us to eat a high volume of food without overeating in calories. It's gonna be really hard to overeat on that. So we do want veggies. It's just a good start. Now you can get into like, well, what about this, this and that. In general, if half our plates, veggies, we're doing a really good thing. What do we think? This little sliver might be, not sliver, protein. Yeah, we know that, protein. So yes, we want protein at each meal. Um, guys ideally about, you know, if you think about a palm size, probably two. Females about one. Um, again, sometimes you could do a bit more for that female, same with guys. Um, but we want about that at every single meal. So we wanna have those protein-rich sources. about this? There's two left. Yeah, so we do CrossFit. want carbs. We do want carbs, especially if we're doing CrossFit. Um, we want to make sure we're being able to recover um, and prepare for our workout so we want carbs and that could be obviously different from because vegetables are carbs but carbs as in fruit and even starches um, especially in the workout time before and after workout starches as in sweet potatoes, potatoes, rice, all that is good in that time but we want to have carbs and so again a good Idea for that is about you know a cupped handful for our ladies at each meal, two cup handfuls for guys. Um, but again, that's just a starting spot. You know, if, if you need a little bit more, you can add some. Do you need a little bit less? Again, that's trying to figure out your bodies. And then finally, fat. We do want fat. The reason it's smaller is why. Cost more. What do you mean? <laughs> In <terms of> macros, <laughs> Sometimes almonds, yes, they're very expensive. But two and avocados and all they're all expensive fats. Good point, never thought about that. Mm-hmm. Saving our wallets, but also because they do have a lot more calories per gram, but we do want them just because they're good for a lot of reasons. I could literally list the laundry list. Just trust me, you want fat in your diet. Um, a good idea for that is about a tablespoon to two tablespoons at each meal, you know, kind of guys and girls. So if we follow this three to five-ish times a day, smaller females, mm-hmm. you know, probably doing that, larger guys, something around five, that's going to be a really good start, and so I'll even upload, you know, into our Facebook some some visual, visuals for you to kind of help you. So if you don't want to remember that of how much like our of our kind of palm and all that we want to use, but this is quantity. So yes, this is really important, and we need to have us down. But now, any questions on that? By the way, man, that was I explained is that it that good. Consistent
2: throughout the entire day.
1: Yeah, we could do this if we're doing this five times a day. I mean, a similar template for that. Is is good.
2: So, mm-hmm. do you do veggies at breakfast? Yes. What do you use?
1: It's a very good question. I like doing. Now, there are certain things that obviously are <coughs> harder. Don't go throw spinach and oatmeal. Never done that, but just sounds really bad. Um, veggie, like egg scrambles, are really good way just to throw in some spinach. There's something I like from H E B called Power Slaw, and it's just literally like shredded broccoli, cabbage, carrots, kale, Brussels sprouts. Right. Yeah, and I just saute it. Throw my eggs in with some spinach, and it's just a lot of veggies. You can do bell peppers, onions, if you like, mushrooms, I don't know why, great, um, have not developed that taste bud yet. Um, so yeah, veggies at breakfast, they're also shakes. It's an easy way to throw in like a super shake of, you can literally do this with a shake with protein powder, spinach, almond butter, and like a banana, and that's like a peanut butter banana chocolate smoothie. So yes, veggies at breakfast.
2: And then what about fruits that are just going to
1: fall under carbs? Yeah, fruits fall under this carb. Yeah. So, ideally, yeah, we do want, I mean, fruit's totally fine to have. And I like fruits for the most part outside of workouts. So let's say you're working out at night. Having fruits kind of leading up to that's going to be good because they're going to be less starchy. And the reason, just starchy is going to have more carbs, uh, sorry, more calories. But after a workout, great time to have sweet potatoes or the higher starchy, like bananas, rice that type of thing yeah but i mean we want fruit but that's going to lead into our quality you're going to get fruit just get ready so any other questions about this so i'll kind of like i said kind of drop that into um, the facebook page and so it'll be a really nice graphic for you to follow and so you don't have to remember that but again using your hands and just making sure the, the quantity but quantity is definitely important obviously but what i really want to talk about is quality because that's going to be actually Um, the basis of our challenge today. So quality, when I say quality, what what makes us? what what words come to mind? Green Green veggies. Farm grown.
2: Farm grown. Well like when you talk about carbs, like you alluded to like sweet potatoes and like rice as Mm -hmm. opposed to maybe like pizza. Full-fledged like pasta, like white yeah, so like no, unprocessed, whole grain. Yes, like, yeah, like, yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She
1: knew it. Yeah. So, a mantra that we like here it's a Ben Bergeron quote, quote, eat real food obviously real food usually is in that quality. So things that were alive, things that were plant sources. um, So that means plants, veggies, meats, nuts, seeds, all that is fair game. That's Mm -hmm. quality food. Um, For our challenge though, so get ready, I've just been waiting to drop this bomb for like two weeks. People have been asking me what it is, I'm like, just wait. It's doable, but you're gonna have a lot of fiber. Our goal for this challenge, is called an 800 gram fruit and veggie challenge. So your goal will be to get I face, 800 grams of fruits and veggies in every single day. Weight of fruit and veggies, not carbs. <laughs> Don't go eat 800 grams of carbs. That's not what I'm saying. Weighted veggies and fruit. I've got a lot of wide eyes all of a sudden. So let me explain why. So the goal of the challenge is to really put an emphasis on quality. When you think of eating 800 grams, you're like, okay, there's gonna have to be certain things that are foregone, right? One of the reasons why I really like this challenge, I've done it um, myself, I didn't come up with this challenge. I'm be very honest with that. I I found it, I love it, and I think it's something that can be really good um, with our gym here. Um, But basically, when you have to get 800 grams of fruits and veggies, you're gonna choose those over other sources of things. So especially if our goal is maybe more weight loss or trying to lean out, instead of maybe the rice, I'm gonna go for some fruit or some, an extra serving of veggies to be able to hit that. You know, the first time I did it, Michael and I, we were like, okay, that's probably not too bad. I'm sure I'm around like 600, 700. Yeah, yeah, well, let's measure it out. 400, I was like, good Lord, <laughs> 400 grams. That's, that's really not that much fruit and veggies in a day. And I thought I was eating a lot. And so what it's gonna do is it's gonna start reframing our mind of like, okay, I want quality nutrient dense food with every single meal and in doing that we're gonna be able to start choosing all these options. So we'll get into what counts in the 800 grams but again so the reasons why, I'm very much a why person if you've been in my class i am explaining why we're doing stuff. So emphasis on the quality of food. Uh, secondly, like I said, it's gonna push out other things you know maybe instead of going for the bread we're gonna go for the apple instead of going for this we're gonna go for something with veggies so it's gonna kind of make us choose more nutrient dense foods, foods that maybe aren't as high in calorie. Um, If our goal is weight gain, there's ways to do this with that as well. Um, And then finally, it's gonna help us create that habit of choosing nutrient dense food. And again, that's my goal is when we leave here in six weeks, it's like I've had so much fruits and veggies that it's just part of what I do. And what's great is that it's transferable across the board. Let's say you're flying somewhere and you're in the airport and we all know there's not as many good options in the airport well, we can still follow the same thing on the road or when we're traveling, we're in a hotel of I'm gonna choose the nutrient dense food over maybe the food that's not as quality. And so that's why we wanna do this. Secondly, um, he's like, see you later, I'm 800 grams, are you kidding me? <laughs> With this, our goal is to allow for flexibility. And so you can hit the 800 grams however you wanna hit them so if that means you want to do 800 grams of strawberries that's going to be a lot of strawberries but actually it still would be like less than 130 grams of carbs so if you're thinking wow this is going to jump my carbs up it really doesn't but what's great about it is it's going to allow for flexibility let's say you you are someone who's trying to put on muscle you're trying to put on weight you're not trying to be in a caloric deficit well we choose the the carb options or the the um the veggie and the fruit options that are higher in carbs so that would be bananas, maybe sweet potatoes. Sweet potatoes count. They're a tuber, which is a veggie. Potatoes, potatoes aren't bad. We just like to eat an America fried deep, you know, in salt and butter. So potatoes, there's a lot of nutrients in them. Don't throw them on the bus. So choosing options like that, but if we're trying maybe to lose weight, then maybe we choose cucumbers and apples and orange, things that are lower, you know, in, in carb content with the veggie. So it allows for a lot of flexibility and allow you to build this around your schedule. Um, also, it allows for diversity and I want to encourage diversity. So again, we could eat all the same colors, orange bell peppers and carrots, and few potatoes, your hands are gonna turn orange, you're gonna scare everybody, but you're gonna have a lot of fruits and veggies. There's, and that's just really a really testament of the nutrients that are in colors. So we wanna have a diverse group of food. So getting the greens in, getting some reds and some oranges, maybe some yellows, having a full kind of um, display of colors throughout the day is gonna be really good for us. Um,
0: how many like American units of things is <laughs> like <laughs> cups or pounds or? Hey, I'm goodness? getting official. I'm, I'm getting no there. point for that.
1: My next point is details. Okay. Mac, Mac, I now? thought of that. Right. See, I know. Alright. <laughs> Biggest fan over there. just doubting me all of a sudden. So to answer that question, 800 grams is about six cups of fruits and veggies. It doesn't sound as crazy now, right? Because if a, a cup is going to be, depending on the, what it is, now if it's bananas or potatoes versus a cup of blueberries, the weight's going to be a little bit different, but most are going to fall between 100 and 140 grams. So if we do six cups of fruits and veggies a day, which that probably sounds since re, uh, similar to the USDA's recommendation, and the whole goal of this was really to put a metric on fruits and veggies. Because again, we put metrics on our protein, we put metrics on all these macros, but what about fruits and veggies? Does that answer it? Six cups? it sure does yeah yeah so again the whole purpose of doing it this way of making it a fruit and veggie challenge not taking something away is because we want to add quality into this and what this is going to make you do it's going to make you kind of plan and prep and have veggies for snacks and i'm going to have fruit at this meal instead of something like maybe rice or bread or tortillas or chips it's like okay i want to we're competitive there's gonna be a, a prize for the winner i I want to win this so i'm going to choose the apple because apples are have about 150 grams i know this because i weigh them a lot um and so that's going to be almost just forcing our hand a little bit sneaky i know of of choosing a lot of nutrient-dense foods any questions on the quality aspect it's pretty simple right and i think you'll find that it's doable Now, how it's going to work. What we want you to do is weigh and measure. So there is a little bit of a food journaling, a food log in this. So we want you to weigh and measure uh, in grams and again, there'll be instructions when you sign up for this challenge, but we're going to weigh and measure in grams. And so I already have like a Google doc that shows you like detailed, like screenshots of how to make sure you do that. Because if you go into my fitness pal, you'll see some options. Let's say you're searching broccoli and there'll be a cup of broccoli, and that's the only serving that you find. You might have to find a different food option and find one that lists it in grams, and then you enter it that way. You can also manually write it down too, if you like. Totally fine. Um, We do just want you to practice logging, because obviously we need to know that you're hitting 800 grams, because it's kind of the honor system. Um, But that's what we'll do for that. And so the point system, how this works, is if you get 800 grams, you get five points you get 600 grams, you get three points. And if you get 400 grams, you get one point. So you still get points. We want you to eat veggies, but you obviously, if you get the, f- the full 800, you get the five points. Along with that, we're going to have a couple other metrics that you measure. So number one outside of that is protein. So if we have protein at every meal, and I classified every meal as three plus times a day, because if you only eat if you eat five meals but you only had it at four and this person only three, you know, if you have protein at three meals or more a day, you get a point. And then if you sleep, yeah, I threw that one at You didn't see that one coming. If you sleep for seven and a half, seven plus hours a night, you get a point. Sorry, Ben. He's looking at me like, how dare you? I have two children. Just go back to bed, Capri. I got to win. <laughs> Yeah. Um, So we're going to have a couple other parameters again, just trying to emphasize overall health rather than we're going to count macros and we're going to make sure we're working out because I think that we already do work out enough. And I think again, the macros and all this other stuff, you know, I like to say it's almost like majoring in the minor. So many people don't get this, but we're worried about, well, what if I didn't get my immunosin or my protein shake, but did we even eat quality meals three to five times a day? so much can be done in just that right there of getting protein at every meal of having a lot of veggies you know we talk about wanting to perform well well eating a lot of veggies is actually going to help us do that because they're involved in every enzymatic process in the body and nutrients and all that's going to help our cells to perform better it's going to help reduce soreness and it's going to hopefully help us recover faster so again we always think about i need to sleep but i mean having vegetables alone can help us recover from workouts am i right chiropractor ben just nod your head. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Sure, that's right. So we want to have that for a host of different reasons. Um, any questions on that? I know that was kind of like drop the bomb, 800 grams, <clears throat> good luck. It's no. simple enough. Any? Go ahead. Go ahead. No. You had 800 grams for five points, 600 grams for four. Mm, three.
2: How
0: was it? Right.
2: Six
0: hundred mm-hmm. grams was
1: three points? Yeah. Five, three, one. And then what was? The fourth, uh, the third gram, was it 400 grams Four. or 500? 400, okay. 400, 600, 800.
2: What's after that and before sleep?
1: Protein, Protein three plus times a day. Yeah. Is that a point thing or no? Just a it is, it's a point. One point. <laughs> yeah. You have one. So guys, how we're going to um, track this, there's actually a really cool, so we're all on Wattify. There's a really cool app with Wattify called Wattify Rise and we'll send this in an email, but you can also take a picture. What you're gonna do is you're gonna go to this website right here and you're gonna register. It's a free challenge, but you're gonna register for that. And basically that's where you're going to, I lost my phone, enter your score. And so you don't have to like think about, man, I gotta keep like a detailed Google spreadsheet and you know, add all the cells and make them equal and minus at the end. You'll just be able to come here Click on whichever one I want. It's not open yet, so it's not going to say it, but I'll be able to click on sleep. It's being weird. It's not letting me open it. I'll be able to click on sleep and answer, yes, I got seven okay. plus hours. Yes, I hit 800 grams. Or, track. A, I got 400. And it'll keep track, and it'll have a leaderboard. So here's a
2: weird question, which I think I know the answer. This is not a team thing like we've done. This, the is, individual. this is individual. individual. Yeah, okay. so this is so an individual. We now,
1: I do, I do encourage you finding oh, accountability sure. and helping with that. Right. Um, but yeah, this is a team, This is an individual thing, kind of on you. Yeah. Does it have to? Hmm?
2: Does it have to be seven continuous
1: hours of sleep? Oh, so yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> if you get seven plus hours of sleep, continuous, it, like so, yeah. if you get awoken by a child, yes, mid-rim yes. cycle. Yes, okay. that's fine. I'm not going to ask you, like, hey, how many times did you go to the bathroom? I was going to
2: say, because it could be the bathroom or yeah. it could be a
1: child. Yeah. So, like, I mean. If you get, if you, the time you go to bed and the time you actually get up for the day. I got you. Accumulate seven hours or more. Also on that, if you get to 800 grams, that doesn't mean you have to stop. If you want to do more, there's no extra points for it. Um, so, with this, guys, it's not, again, it's not taking anything away. There's no food off limits but know that obviously to hit our goals, you know, it, you know, that's what's great about it. It can go with macros, it can go with paleo, probably won't go with keto because it's a little too much carb in that, um, but it's going to allow you to make the choice. But again, for our goals, it's again, we're not trying to take something away, we're trying to add quality to your day. Yeah. I wanted to show you all this, just to kind of show you, you know, Mac had a good question. This is kind of what it ends up looking like in a day. So it's not too bad, right? You can kind of see even the weights with it. So bananas over here are 160 grams for a cup, whereas green beans down here are 114. So you can start to see how that works. For going over? It's 800. Get gets 800. You can just be overachiever. So guys, what we'll have on this app, and it's really cool, there's gonna be a lot, of, a lot more detailed information that we could dive in, but we'd be here for a while, of, okay, what constitutes a vegetable and a fruit? What if is it fried? No, that does not count. Um, fried foods don't count, but also like, okay, what about avocados? Avocados are a fruit, so those count. Um, you know, corn, corn can fall into it, but if it's like, if it's off the cob. But other than that, we're not gonna go do cream corn and popcorn corn. and all the other types of corn. Um, Beans, legumes and beans actually do get to count for this. Peanuts do not. But again, this is going to be in the app. Uh, Other nuts do not count. Those are a fat. So we'll get into that. And so the goal again, guys, it's not to worry so much about everything. But really, like if you want to measure it raw, cooked, frozen, whatever, the goal is just to get fruits and veggies. So what we're trying to do is say, hey, let's not worry so much about all the other details that we all get caught up in. If you're already doing something, great. Try to apply this with it. But rather than saying, here's another thing, you have to eat 100 grams of raw cucumbers daily. It's like, no, if, if, if all you have and you're traveling is this right over here, go for it. That's going to be a better chance or option than, let's say, going for like a granola bar or something processed. Yeah. Any other questions? How are we feeling about that? Good. Yeah huh Good. <laughs> see yeah, you're already in trouble, Robert
2: Well, you know Kelsey just started something, and she's doing a deal now, like her template has her with three cups of vegetables just for breakfast, mm-hmm. and it's not as bad. I mean, it's really not yeah. as bad like we do egg whites. yeah I will and yeah, lots.
1: It becomes a habit, and so if you were there at that first seminar, that's what all that was about, and I know you're probably like, why do you care so much about habits? Because honestly, again, we're better once it's ingrained, because we're very good at going from thing to thing to thing. But if we have these general habits, if we have this as the base, if we have, hey, you know what? Majority of the time I'm getting a lot of fruits and veggies, we're already setting ourselves up. Does that mean our day's gonna be perfect? It's okay. We might have days where we hit eight hundred grams, but we also had three slices of pizza. That could happen. But we also know in that, you have done something good that day. And that's where we can start to change our relationship with food and not be so, oh my gosh, like yes, that wasn't our best day, but you know what, I had a lot of good. And that's what we wanna go. Like maybe that meal wasn't my best, but you know what, I worked really hard to make sure I got some carrots in with that. And so that's where it's about. It's about changing the relationship. It's about (coughs) trying to add value and get rid of the first thing of nutrition. Crap, I gotta take something away. That's our whole goal. And I think, you know, when we do all these challenges, We don't want to just end it and go back to where we were we want this to be like next year we're like well we don't need to do that again because everyone eats all the fruits and veggies in the world and we've got really great resources i mean i'm about to give them a plug but jordan and georgia monroe we can get actually farm fresh veggies now hashtag microgreens and kale and all the good stuff so go check that out base camp farms you're welcome (laughs) shout them out (laughs) um one final thing I wanted to touch on, just how what we're gonna do for the challenge. I would like us to do some baseline measurements beforehand. I'm not gonna get super specific on what that has to be. If you wanna come get a DEXA, great. If you wanna do just kind of you know girth measurements where we measure the waist, the arms, the legs, um, Taking your weight is also a good one. I really like the before and after photos. You don't have to show anybody, but keeping those um, just so we can see. Now, like Charlie said, doesn't mean you're going to lose weight on this. Again, our goal is first health and then obviously body composition comes after that. But if we really follow this and we're following that and getting half our plate and veggies almost every day, it's gonna be so hard to overeat. So if our goal is losing weight. Um, and so that's just a good way to track. I think, you know, in CrossFit we want to be able to track our fitness. I think we should be able to track our nutrition as well. And so that's a really good way to see our progress. How much is a DEXA? A DEXA um, for college students CrossFit mm-hmm. members is $90. Nine yep. it's super how, many grand, how many grams is the apple? <laughs> like apple? Oh, about an, apple. a medium-sized apple is know. about 140 grams. <laughs> medium-sized banana is about 140 as well and what's really nice guys if you do this for a week you're going to start to memorize what all these things are and it becomes really easy about a massive cup of spinach is like a whole whopping 30 grams now we still want that don't avoid spinach but just know it's not going to help you like if you need 300 grams good luck eat the whole bag (laughs) yeah cool any questions outside of the challenge, anything that we wanted to kind of touch on in the last few minutes um, that doesn't have to be quality related, um, but just anything in nutrition. I know we came in here with a lot of different questions, and I'm really glad that I was able to hear them because in future nutrition challenges, I want to be able to address everything. Um, so if anything. So if I'm
2: making pancakes with rolled oats eggs, bananas, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Is that a cheat meal because it's a pancake or is it not because of what's in it? Is? What do you put on? I don't I wouldn't consider that consider that a, a cheat meal though. No. Um, again there's still a lot of quality in it and I think there's a better time for that. You know, I think that'd be a great post workout meal or even pre workout and so, again, not thinking so much of it being bad. Yeah, now if we douse it with maple syrup, you now we're starting to get further away. You know, there's a, there's a Christian comedian named Tim, I think it's Tim Hawkins. He's got this funny little skit, cracks me up. He's talking about, like, the funny things Christians say, and one of them is, you know, we pray over our food. And we go, you know, bless this food to the nourishment of my body. Bless this pizza. Turn it into a carrot by the time it hits my stomach. Amen. <laughs> so it's like that, Yes, yeah, like there are still foods that maybe are not as good but um yeah that's a good question but in that if you're going to make that weigh out the banana because that counts if you're cooking with fruits and veggies we want to count those so if let's say you're combining them into a shake you want to do that If you're making a casserole you can count the veggies in that again as long as we know our portion don't make like a massive pan of casserole and be like well i got 800 grams you ate a quarter of that
2: we have a really good scale that we just bought. If anybody, oh, yeah. there's a scale called the Perfect Portion Scale. Mm-hmm. It's a digital mm-hmm. scale, and it's super easy to use. Yeah. and I think you can get it at Bed Bath and Beyond. Use your 20% off you Yeah, it's not very expensive. But I mean, like, you, it it actually comes with a code book mm-hmm. so that you can enter like a code for exactly what you're weighing, and it will tell you all this breakdown. But yeah. you won't necessarily need that. But it's very yeah it's good for weighing everything
1: yeah and i'm glad you said that because that's the i have notes and i still forget um weighing and measuring so we will need some sort of way to measure and i think buying a food scale is a really good investment to have you might not always weigh and measure but it's a really good food scale to have on you just for to keep us all in the reality just go measure out a tablespoon of peanut butter and then read how much it really should be and it'll just make you really sad. Same with oats, those two, we like to overshoot those. But so just to keep us calibrated, but for this, because we're gonna be weighing and measuring, we wanna know the grams. So you can get one on that one, you can go on Amazon and get one for under $15. And I mean, I think I got a sharper image one for like 12 and I've had it for four years. Yeah, it lasts for a long time. So get a good food scale use that for that because that's what, how we're going to track that Makes and that's going to be an important part is kind of keeping that food log keeping that food journal at least with our protein and our veggies well thank you guys for coming i'm excited for this i'm excited to hear everyone's stories um share recipes and things because or ways that you incorporate fruits and veggies because there's going to be people wondering like i have 150 left what do i do it's not that hard to eat some carrots they'll get you there but eat a banana
2: when does it start
1: we're starting monday the 16th and it goes six weeks to May 25th, so the Friday before Memorial Day. And this is a really great, even if you have friends that aren't here and competing, it's a great, if anyone asks, where should I start? Just say, hey, could you get 100 or 200 gram or two cups of veggies in your day? That's a, such a good place to start. I know we're making it lofty, because I think we're here and we're really in it, but someone who doesn't know, you have a family member, this is such a good way to get them into nutrition. That's not intimidating. It's not saying, hey, go take away your favorite thing. You're just adding in a salad.
0: Thank you for tuning in today. Don't forget to subscribe to the Building Better People podcast where you will hear more stories of individuals being positively impacted by living a healthy lifestyle.